on today's episode, we talk ordinals, what they are, what they aren't, and how they differ from Ethereum NFTs. Maybe not this one, but it is a, it is a good, uh, good piece of data to be aware of. Hackers stole a record $3.8 billion worth of crypto in 2022. Pretty, pretty incredible. Wait, how, many, uh, how much? Joe, Just repeat that number. <laughs> $3.8 billion. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. Uh, next one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Joseph Lubin, Ethereum co-founder, hopefully I'm pronouncing that name correctly, is confident that Ethereum will not be classified as a security. And, quote, I think it's as likely and would have the same impact as if Uber was made illegal. Kraken pays a $30 million fine and shuts down staking in the U.S. as part of a settlement after the company was charged with selling unregistered securities through its crypto asset staking as a service program. The Russian government subsidizes a crypto mining facility in Siberia, which will enjoy incentives such as zero land and property tax, lower income tax rate, and its electricity prices will be cut in half. Oh and my lastly, God, I'm moving to Siberia. <laughs> Right, that's some serious incentive. Um, and lastly, local Bitcoins is closing down its P2P crypto exchange after 10 years in service. Customers have 12 months to withdraw their crypto, but it is they recommend that they do so uh, sooner than that. The crypto market stats, global crypto market cap, 1014.9 billion. Bitcoin dominance, 41.46%. Bitcoin open interest, $6.97 billion, down almost half a billion dollars in uh, for open interest since yesterday. That's a pretty significant 24-hour drop. And fear and greed at 48, coming back down below 50, which it was uh, pretty volatile over between like 50 and 60 for the past week. With Bitcoin right around 21,630, down about 4%, and Ethereum at 1520, down a little over 6%. And the S&P coming down also uh, this morning is at 4065, down 0.6%. And uh, lastly, I will pin this market update up into the space. And I'll also pin up a thread that we shared yesterday on Ordinals NFTs. Uh, some interesting stuff going on over there. Yeah, why don't you tell, what, do you, what, have, what have you heard about Ordinals, my man? Uh, well, I just, I put together a thread last night just, so you're an expert. The, now that you're an expert, why don't you verbally explain uh, that to us real quick? I wouldn't say I, I am. A, I'm an expert. In fact, I was. I was doing some learning while while writing the thread. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a lot of people, I I, I suspect. Um, but I mean, basically, what they are. I mean, ordinals. It, it, they people could be referring to two things. Ordinals itself is a numbering scheme that essentially assigns a number to each satoshi. Um, and then Ordinal's inscriptions, which are being called digital artifacts, are less than four megabytes in order to fit within the block limits for, you know, the one megabyte block limit and then the three megabyte um, limit for Segwit, Segwit's witness field. Yeah, I heard they put a game, uh, an old 8-bit game yeah. on there, right? What was, what was, yes, the, what was the game they invented? Yes, there's an 8-bit uh, Doom clone, yeah. Oh my God. There's so many eight bit games you could put on there. Yeah. Um, they're, I'm surprised they're they don't do that. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't put a bunch of them, a bunch of them on there. It's uh it's interesting. You know, scenario. They're probably, there's, there's like what, almost 50,000 of them now. So there could very well be a whole bunch on there. They're just not easy to, you know, 
surge through at this moment. Yeah, I wonder is uh, who's going to build like the uh, engine that finds these things. You know I mean? Yeah, I wonder how you build that. You know what I mean? Because there really isn't much of an assignment to what each one is other than the inscription ID. Yeah, is, there's definitely a way to build a search engine around it. Like if someone wanted to build like a super yeah. simple search engine and just use some keywords into it and stuff, that would I think that would work just perfectly. So I think there's a huge opportunity there. If someone wants to build something wicked simple, there's already inf like structures out there and... You could build a quick search engine and then have it index those things. Um, and it, even if it's 80% accurate, like that would be enough. You don't need, you know, a Google, you know, a Google version of, you know, searching for stuff on the internet for, uh, you know, for ordinals. It's, it could be so easy. Um, at least that's my opinion. I don't know. I just, I take it as a, I used to be a software developer in my previous life and it seems like an easy, easy stretch for someone who's really good at, you know, programming right now, they could probably pull it off in a day or less, but who knows? What do I know? So, um, before Facero has to leave, Facero, what's going on, man? Do you know what? I, I, I've had a bit of a problem. Oh, what's that? Um, well, besides I our bot problem today, everywhere. besides all the bots that are in our space, because I don't know why. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that is a is a problem, um, but I, I see some genuine people floating in. Um, no, I've, I've got a problem. I've been searching searching everywhere. I've, I've searched behind the sofa, behind the curtains, under the, you know, everywhere. Literally, like wherever I've been in the house, I've I've been searching, and I you know, now now I've realised what's happened to my three point eight billion. <laughs> you looking for your ordinals? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you looking for your Bitcoin punk, dude? I don't think you're going to find a behind your couch. Yeah, I'm looking for that. <laughs> I'm looking for that. No, no, it's been a good day. Um, Glad to hear it. You know, uh, sort of yesterday was was crazy busy on spaces, uh, as as you know, sort of floating in and out. Um, but no, it's it's been really good. Um, just busy working away behind the scenes on sort of project stuff and uh, catching up with with uh, colleagues. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Um, question is. What's uh what's your weekend look like, bro? Uh, my weekend. Uh my weekend's looking busy. a uh, little bit of socializing. I've got family time on Sunday, so I'm gonna take take that and go and see the parents. And uh just about to head out the door, which is why you were expecting me to be driving. Yep, uh, I did expect you to be driving. I'm like, man, this guy's gonna be like <laughs> driving and spacing. We'll see how that works out. But oh, Man, I'm just running so late. Um, no, I'm just heading, heading over to my uh, my girlfriend's. Um, so it's movie and pizza night. So we're going to chill and and uh, do that. But pizza, the weekend, pizza, pizza and chill. Uh oh, pizza and chill. There we go. And pro and probably a glass or two of wine. <laughs> and um, and then tomorrow I've got my space at midday UK time. So um, I'll be busy doing that. And, make sure uh, you send me the. Yeah. Make sure you put the invite inside the uh, our group chat there, so we can all you know go to it. So. I will do. I will do. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Hope, hopefully it'll be a good one. Yeah, it's I'll, usually, I'll be there. usually nice, uh, no, nice long chat, two or three hours of uh, guessing about what's been happening in the week and what's going on at the weekend. So it's, it's a good space. Nice, dude. Yeah, I look forward to it. Hey, Mariana, how you doing? Well, good morning for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i might i'm messing with the mic i got and it's like it's always like acting up i don't know like i am no audio genius let's just say right and i keep <laughs> i keep watching youtube videos about it and it's just get it seems like 
these none of the people I'm listening to on YouTube, they're all like, I'm an expert. They're not clearly an expert, as you could hear. So <laughs> I'm ready to switch back to my AirPods. <laughs> it's like Yeah, I feel like AirPods are simple, but they get the job. They done. definitely do. They definitely but I mean I do have the sick setup. It is dope. And the problem is like making it work appropriately. So yeah, I'm curious how it looks like. But. Um, I'll take a picture. I'll, I'll take a picture and share it. But it's just the Rodecaster and an SM7B Shure microphone. I mean, it's it's the top of the top of the line, but it's because I already had most of this stuff before, before way before Spaces. Because I used to do like um, heavy sure. podcasting, interviewing, like you know, I uh, because I've been an entrepreneur for so long. It's like I would me and these me and guys would like sit around a table before pandemic. We'd sit around a table and like chat about really good stuff. So good times. But yeah, I'm yeah. still messing with it. I'm sorry I sound weird because, uh, you know, one of these days I'm not going to sound so weird. It's like so weird. <laughs> so but, what's this, what's the day look like for you on the weekend? Yeah, you know, just a lot of errands. So I really, I recently moved and um, I just got to do some stuff for that, um, get some stuff around the house or whatever. Um, but yeah, just a chill weekend, um, a t- potentially attend a party i got actually invited to a like a twitch stream um for an event that's exciting twitch streams are so exciting yeah i mean (laughs) like all i used to stream all the time um nobody does irl stuff anymore what's going on here (laughs) i know i mean i i'm working with some people irl to have some like metaverse meetups to to talk or not even just metaverse meetups just like the web3 um meetups here in cleveland so oh okay so you're not moving you're not moving away from cleveland you're just you just moved moved got it going up and down the street almost are you gonna are you gonna hang out on west 6th street by any chance how do you know West you don't think i've spent some time in cleveland what have you been to barley house then i have yep i (laughs) I definitely know so this i I had a a roommate in college it was a, a girl roommate in college and i had two roommates and um this is a long time ago like a hundred years, 103 years ago, you know, in the 1800s. No, um, she was, uh, she was like the, she was corporate for Victoria's secret and they were in Columbus. And, uh, I was, um, I was working with her or or working with her. I went to visit her in uh, Cleveland. She had two places, one in Cleveland, right next to the Brown stadium there. And then she had, she had a place in Columbus, like a smaller place because she loved Cleveland, but she, and she hated uh, Columbus for some reason. So she would, she, yeah. So weekends, like the weekend, like Friday and like Monday, she spent, you know, working, which by the way, early on was working, you know, remotely. Um, right. And she had all the connects. I went to a party at her place and like, I had no idea she was able to pull this off, but she was able to pull off like all these Victoria's Secret models like at this party. And I was just like, wait, what's happening right here? So I went to her place and it was like just all these models. And uh, yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> this is the best party. Let's go. And I lived in Connecticut at the time. So I was like, you're close. Well, I don't want to call that close, but it was definitely close <laughs> enough for me to make some moves there. <laughs> right. So worth yeah, it. Well, when you go back to Cleveland, we'll have to go to Barley House. <laughs> it's so cold there, though. You know, guess who I bumped into, though, in Cleveland? I was, wa- I was, wa- it was freezing outside. It was absolutely freezing outside. LeBron James. Nope. So, and, but I did go see, I did go to a game and watch LeBron, LeBron play at the time he was on that team. So I was walking, I was freezing my ass off. Right. And I'm, and this guy bumps into me cause I was looking down and he bumps into him. I'm like, Hey, it was Jerry Springer. 
he bumped oh. into me as he was like, Hey, are you Jerry Springer? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah. And he, and he goes, yes, I am. And he's like, and the, and the baby's not yours. <laughs> I was like, that was the funniest bump into on the street ever. Like I've ever had. Cause he was just like, he, he clicked right away and was like, yeah, the kid and you're free. The kid's not yours. I was like, what a good, what a good response seeing that, that hit, that was literally the name of his show, you know, like, yeah, finding paternity and causing drama on a show, which by the way, I named the space today after the story of Jerry Springer drama. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Who'd have thought Cleveland would have came up. It was, uh, it's an interesting story, but yeah, Cleveland's a cool place. The only downside is like when, when I went to visit that place was dead, like every, like people were trying to like revitalize it at the time. When was that? Was that before 2011? Yeah, it was like, um, 1973. I'm kidding. Oh. Um, that was a joke by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even born. So, um, yeah, it, I don't remember when it was like, Oh, what did you say? Oh, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was. Oh, seven. So, actually so pretty much like 2011 is when things started to be more hyped up. And then LeBron. So yeah, LeBron James probably left right around the time you had been there. Right. And then the city just kind of built itself up. Yeah. It was right now, after it was right before LeBron James left. And okay. I, wa I watched him play. And then, like I said, I spent a lot of time on, uh, sh you know, my friend liked to go to West 6th Street and with a bunch of their, of her friends. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is fun. I can see why this is interesting. But then it gets a little old. Like, it's not, a, it's not like West 6th Street is really long. It's like a short little street with a bunch of bars on it. And then, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, Cleveland's definitely changed. Like, I think um, I'll have to give you a tour of the real Cleveland party scene that right? I well, I don't really party anymore, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd be happy to, uh, I'll make an exception. Yeah. I'll make an exception to, you know, the, to the party. So there we go. Just for, yeah, one night only. <laughs> one of these days I'm going to hit over the, the Nottingham too, man. I'll, the only thing I know about Nottingham where Facero's from, it's like, I just saw a movie once called Nottingham. So uh, that's it. That's all I know. So it was yeah. rom-com. So what's going on? Uh, what about yeah. or, like do you know anything about ordinals or am i am i embarking up the wrong tree here do i know anything about what ordinals ordinals i'm guessing that's a no because you would have been like I yes mean, i definitely know what that is there, isn't there a baseball team named ordinals maybe? no that's or that's orioles <laughs> it's uh <laughs> i don't know about it. what is it so it's it's a bit it's they're minting bitcoin um on the okay. bitcoin blockchain and uh it's you can basically mint almost anything on the Bitcoin blockchain right now that's under four megabytes. So it's, okay. it's interesting stuff. Um, I still wish I had that Bitcoin, like bit Bitcoin punk. Um, no one, no one hooked me up man. I was really disappointing. Uh, I went to an NFT event last night, guys in Venice. And let me tell you that event needs help. <laughs> it was like 20 people standing around and in like 15 minutes I was there, like half of them left. So it was literally a 20 person meetup and then it became a 10 person meetup and then it became me leaving. Cause I was just like, what is this? Like, and I got to awkwardly be there with like two other people. So. Yeah. It was like zero core. It was zero coordination, all that stuff. Like, and the people that were there were actually quite nice. Right. But because there was no like, there wasn't enough people to stay longer. You know what I mean? It felt like because there's only 20 people, like you said hi to everybody in like 10 seconds and you're like, okay, we ran out of stuff to talk about and we're leaving. <laughs> how was your event? I, I haven't spoke to you in a hot second. So yeah, how, how did your LA meetup 
January. So yeah, it was really good. Um, it was about 300 people showed up. Yeah. I don't mess around Mariana. Like I don't mess around. So my events are big, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't do 20 person events. If, it, if it's a 20 person yeah. event, like I just, I just don't have it then. Right. And it's never happened to me where I didn't have an event. So it's a minimum of a hundred people minimum. And usually it's uh, between 200 and 300 people. And in LA, it's usually like you on a normal day. Um, it's usually like 400 to 450 people at an event. So it's pretty great. So LA is really good for me because I actually live here, but New York is work is going to be working well. Next month is going to be New York. So I'm gonna have New York, Austin, LA, San Francisco, and Chicago. So I'm going to do the New York, um, around NFT New York city, or are you going to do before that? Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really think of my events because they're kind of like agnostic of like big summits and stuff. So like NFT LA, like my events include startup and tech people and web three people, right? Because even though web three is tech, right. And it is startup people. They, there's a lot of people in the startup and tech space that don't want nothing to do with web three. So right. I, I like bringing both crews together and 90% of my event usually because there's so little people in web three and care about NFTs. They're like, they make up 5% of the people that are there or less. Like I'm, okay. so I'm a startup and tech guy, like my, for 20 years. So the, no, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not too far away from New York city, so <laughs> right. When the next event is. Wait, you're in you're in Cleveland. What do you mean I you're mean, not too far away? <laughs> I have family in Albany, so I used to like always drive over there. So like, I New York City, it's like it's nothing for me. Yeah, but th <laughs> think about this though. You gotta have to worry about this. Is that I? You shouldn't drive somewhere for like a three hour networking event. <laughs> like, don't do that. You know what? Why don't you just Why don't we just make one in Cleveland? Yeah. Is there any Are there any like startup and tech people in Cleveland? Like, I didn't uh, think. I Plenty. I can invite some. We can throw something together. It's got to be at least a yeah, hundred. It's got to be at least a hundred. I think we can pull that off. I really? Yeah. I in, think Cleveland? Cleveland. in Cleveland? I mean, I literally went to a Web3 event um, in Cleveland about two months ago, and there was over, was over 20 people there. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Respect. Wow. Yeah, well, we'll have to talk about it, Lucas. Let's, yeah, I'll DM you. I'll DM you for sure. Yeah, my, the, the company I, I started for this stuff... Um, We'll talk about it just because uh, yeah. it's a, it's a good, it's a, you know, I started it in December. I think December 10th is when I launched it. So uh, I kind of kept it on the DL. I don't really like talking about it just because I want to wait yeah. until I have like 10 cities. My goal is to have 15 cities up by, uh, you know, Q2, beginning of Q2 so that people that actually have, you know, NFTs and don't really have a community to hang around with or that like they only have one event a year. Like it's a, a regular event they can keep going to and connecting with people locally sure. rather than going to like, Oh, I have to fly all the way to New York. If you're not next right. to New York, it's like, that sucks. So yeah, and then we'll talk. We definitely will. So, <laughs> so what else, what else are we going to talk about today? Cause I, ha I have a, I had a guest coming on, but then I realized, um, you know, they were kind of like pitching a project and I, I just had to not have them on. Because I didn't know my, I didn't know enough about the project. Um, mm -hmm. It was not really a project. It was kind of like a kind of like an index, I think. And uh, I just want to make sure that I don't have people on here that's that's exactly you know I don't know I don't know enough about. So yeah. uh, 
Good times. Well, tell us more about the metaverse. Like what's going on over there? And like, how, oh, how, yeah. do, how do the people feel about having like their, their assets, their land being so, you know, down, you know what I mean? Like I remember, yeah. I remember the central land being at like, you know, five or six ETH floor. And now it's at like what point, point something. Yeah. Point I, I mean, you can still buy like a good amount. Yeah. I would say like, yeah, don't call me actually. <laughs> I'll have to check the market. But yeah, is this so the time far, to buy or is this the time to go? Okay, maybe the central lands, you know, not gonna make it. No, I, I still think the central land is a it's gonna be a leading decentralized platform. Like, I, I don't think people should give up on the central land yet, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I think you know, maybe there should be some sort of holding period to make sure things are getting developed. Um, yeah, a lot of people did buy in during like the hype. And like right now, the central line is still being built. Like it's still, yeah, I mean, as you know, it's really not that developed yet. So it has like a long way to go in terms of, not always a long way, but um, yeah, it's not financial advice. It's more so like, yeah, like <laughs> enter if you have the, you know, the amount, the, if you have the funds, but don't like risk your life savings to get like a plot of land in the central land. Yeah, because before before people were like, "Yo, I'm putting all everything I got into right. like like the central land," and I was like, "Wow, that's you know, I, that's great." When it was well, going also, really well, right, but right now with the central land, you technically don't even need land anymore. You don't have to buy land anymore. Like all you gotta do is own a name, and what you can do is you can like deploy your own like build in like your own little private realm or server like that's like not a part of like the official map but like you can still hop there from like kind of from decentraland i need but to would, so i need to learn more about that because i have my name i got my username and you know i don't remember when like yeah, july of 2021 or something like that what, what is it What's your it's, username? it's lucas bean <laughs> that's my username <laughs> it's really hard to decipher right <laughs> yeah right yeah um it does require some knowledge of code that's the thing like they're going to fix it to be able to deploy through like the builder um eventually is what i've that's like the low-key thing that i've heard um but the only way to like deploy a land right now is just through like your like cdl line and um on your computer so you kind of you do need to have some visual code experience but i mean you, i think you know some code right yeah i mean I, I i don't actively code anymore i what i do have a master's degree in coding but uh or uh you know obviously uh computer science but i don't code anymore um, yeah yeah but there's a way you could um deploy to um your name and i can show you i've deployed many things to my name my thesis <laughs> in grad school was uh was literally encryption like i wrote a very long paper about encryption so it was definitely an interesting scenario sarah what's up man you got your hand up what's up brother yeah i'm driving now so i probably sound a little echoey you're good um, but but mariana um decentraland gone down where where would you say is the wise money being spent what 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 do you see as, as being the best sort of uh investment from somebody that's not really headed in that there yet uh, can you repeat kind of the what's question? the if it's not so what he said was if the central land's not the right like let's just say it's not the move right now is there another metaverse that actually has the place sure. where you think you should buy land like if you if you had 10 ETH where would you be putting that is it in Decentraland or is it mostly in another is it another place that has like huge opportunity 
Yeah, I mean, I would still like, you know, diversify and put like at least one parcel in the central land. But then, I mean, I don't know when other side's going to be taken off. Like they've been just kind of quiet. Like there's nothing going on over there. But another one that I've come across, it's more of a centralized metaverse. Um, so like I would say the central land for the centralized metaverse. But I, I don't know if you've heard of something called Immersed. Um, but Immersed is like a workplace app on the Oculus. And essentially you can like work 3D with your coworkers. But they just um, started selling land for a business professional metaverse um, starting in like maybe since like October. Um, I think their floor price is 0.8 ETH. Um, but yeah, they, I, I see them being a huge metaverse only because they are backed by like Meta and Polygon. Like they have some really good partnerships. So I would definitely look into Immerse, not, uh, uh, what is it called? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called Immerse, but I think their metaverse is called like Manhattan something. And then what else? Helix, I hear it's coming up and then... Yeah. What about Sandbox? <laughs> nothing, nothing, no Sandbox? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about Sandbox. Like, go ahead, I guess. Like, I... <laughs> not saying something bad about Sandbox, but no, I'll say it. Like, I'm not into, like, all that pixelated stuff or whatever. I'm sure, like, I think maybe it's, like, good for, like, I think that's going to be the metaverse that attracts, like, the alpha generation or Gen Z, where, like, they're used to, like, the Minecraft. So I think that would resonate with that audience. But, like, for, like, an adult, like, I don't I don't see what's so attractive about voxelated, you know, platforms. So, but, yeah, um, do your own research, I guess. But Ouch. <laughs> Oh, so you, the, we weren't looking for you to tell us exactly what to buy. We were just looking for like, hey, what's the what's the alpha There's in the virtual the world? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, definitely, it's definitely from my point of view. It's more about just having a little bit more of an insight because uh, yeah. I did spend quite a quite a bit of time initially looking at it. Obviously, I looked at Sandbox and the Central Land, and I was like. I just felt, and then I sort of basically got drawn into to looking at, at my art and my sort of road down the NFT route, which sort of distracted me from the metaverse. But you know, I I was fascinated with it, and I think it's got so much potential. And um, you know, it was, I also had an issue because I'm running a Mac, so then you know, some of them I couldn't get into meltdown that I couldn't get into. If I'm right, yeah, my but, yeah, dude, my just, my laptop melted down, dude, and mine's Mac, <laughs> mine is Maced out and it still was like i can't do anything it just spooled up and was like game over bro yeah i was like i i really need to upgrade to to do this right but no I'm just, I'm just fascinated so you know whenever you're talking and uh, you, you, you're covering the subject I, i'm always my ears pick up with interest sure yeah no well i'll try to be more informative about you know as i hear more about these other ones and if, if I can sell you the central land, if it makes sense for your business use or whatever personal use. Also, I don't know if you guys heard, but Neopets is in the metaverse now. Like they are like teaming up with Solana or something. And I don't know. I don't know much about it, but like I heard that they're going to make something. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I'm excited for that. I still love Neopets. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey, Brad's on the stage. What's up, Brad? GM gang, I heard uh, Mariana was telling us all what to buy. So yeah, she was like, she was giving us a crazy good financial advice, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Thank Perfect. God. 
Perfect. I was wondering what to buy. And now like we have, we have the alpha and she's personally guaranteed it. It's pretty awesome. Like she's, <laughs> she's good. <laughs> she's good people. I like that. Brad, tell All us right. about, tell us about ordinals, man. You're, you, we've been talking about ordinals like crazy. So what's the, what's the skinny on this stuff, dude? Dude, I, I feel like I'm learning so much like uh, in the past 24 hours, you know I mean? No stranger to development, Bitcoin, blockchain, all that stuff. But with these ordinals, what's interesting is, well, A, the fact that right now the only way to really like get one is to either make one yourself, which is like super dev intensive, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. or essentially throw out the rule book for Web3 and NFTs, hop on Discord, click a random link, and then send a random wallet address some money in hopes that you get an ordinal back, you know? So, I mean, like, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's bonkers right now. I'm still sinking my node. I'm gonna be making. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing some inscribing this weekend and playing around with it. Um, why can't someone just make? Why can't someone just sinking. make a system that that does this? And so, you know what I mean? so like, here, dude. And so here's what's interesting. I was reading this morning, right? As I'm diving into like some of the development documents on you know ordinals and inscribing, and because it's all done through command line. So I'm like looking through GitHub repos and shit, and found out. Um, the protocol, right, for actually creating an ordinal mm -hmm. is written in, it's written in Rust. Um, which gotcha. is I know Rust. This, yeah. I don't yeah. know Rust. I don't know Rust. Yeah. I know what Rust is. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so, get me I mean, wrong. Anyone, I don't know Rust. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that doesn't, that's the Solana ecosystem, smart contract language. Right. And so keep your eyes on Magic Eden is my, is, is, you know, my degen advice that if anybody's going to whip up a marketplace quickly, that's actually good and safe and secure. Um, I mean, I, my bet is on magic Eden because they already have, you know, the, the candy machine that is, that works with rust, you know, um, if it's not them, then somebody, somebody's going to be laughing their way all the way to the bank for just building an API. Yeah. That's interesting. My man. Uh, it's, I don't even, uh, yeah, I don't know why people can't. I'm surprised someone didn't take the opportunity and just like spin one up. Like, there's some amazingly talented developers in this space, and the things they've been able to pull off in like 24 hours or less is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So, it's like, I'm surprised someone didn't step up and go, hey, here's my opportunity to shine, right? Because all it takes is one big win like this where you're like, hey, hey, let me make ordinals really easy to do. And then everybody's like, wow, that person's a genius. I want him to work with me forever. And you, you make a name for yourself in the space forever, right? So I don't know, man. I think that's a huge opportunity. If anybody's a developer and hears this, this is your chance. Like go out there, crank something out over the weekend and, you know, people will use it because it's, I want to mint something, you know, there's, and I want to do it safely. I don't have nothing to do with like some random shit you just said, like, oh, send, send some ETH to some random wallet and hope you get an ordinal back. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Because all it takes is like, yeah, okay. Someone goes, you know, there's social proof, which again, I love social proof. Imagine 10 people do it and they all go, yes, it worked for me. That me, That's social proof, right? Um, also the name of my my new company. Um, so it uh, it's interesting because all it takes is like those 10 people. And then all of a sudden, you know, a hundred people start doing it and they don't get something back and you just sent them a whole bunch of money and they just, in the, the time it takes for the word to get out where social proof actually wins is that there's that, those 10 people said, Hey, it worked for me. It's so much more powerful than, Oh my God, it doesn't work. It's a, you know, it's a scam. Like it takes so much longer for that to get around 
once they're social proof, once people are like, Hey, it worked for me. Those are, they, they kind of become like brand ambassadors. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're the ones going, Hey, it worked for me. So it's like, you, you just, you're willing to take a shot, especially in this space. It's a lot of, you know, questionable things we all do when, you know, you, you know, some of that it worked for. So uh, it's interesting. So Brad, what about you, man? Are you, did, are you, did you hear anything about like the, uh, the Bitcoin punks or no? Oh, I mean, yeah, I heard all, heard all about them watching them, watching the, the, the amount that people are paying for them is, is bonkers. Don't you, you wish know? you um, woke up when I texted you and like going, dude, there's 1100. No, left. dude. There's I mean, I'm still sinking my node. Left. There isn't shit I can do right now until my, my node sinks. And, I think, and, I think you, I think you would have found a way, man. I think you would have found I mean, a way. maybe. Well, I mean, that being said, if there are any devs that want to build some shit this weekend, hit me up. I mean, I'm down to help. I'm not going to do it myself. Cause that's, that's a madman's task to try and do anything in web three completely alone, you know? So I don't know, man, people can do things alone. You'd be surprised the skills these people have. I don't know, man. I, I don't have the skills clearly, but uh, you know, there's some that just crank shit out and I have mad respect for those people. Oh so. yeah, dude. No, absolutely. There, there's a few devs that I know that are just like bonkers talented, you know? And, uh, but you know, realistically, this is this this ordinals thing is so new that you explain know, even, to people what they are, just because you know not everybody. I've read tons of threads on them, and I, I get them. But you know, why don't you tell everybody like what ordinals is? So essentially, um, an ordinal is you take the smallest unit of a Bitcoin, which is called a satoshi. Uh, call them, everyone's calls them sats. You know, you take that and you essentially. Um, inscribe so essentially it's not really minting burn it minting. you're burning the the art onto the token basically exactly yeah yeah it's almost like you think about it like chiseling it into like a, a piece of slate you know uh with your chisel you know um the issue here right is that it's still just a, a sat it's still just a satoshi right and so unless it's in a separate wallet that you have close eyes on that you're monitoring and things like that as a separate wallet it's possible you could spend it as a gas fee essentially the equivalent to a gas fee a transaction wow. fee yeah because it, in your wallet currently it only shows up as just a, like a, a fraction of a fraction of a bitcoin you know until you actually explore that sat on you know and uh, on the block explorer or a mempool in on bitcoin um, and see that it has data actually on it. Um, it's not pointed to IPFS like most Ethereum NFTs. It, it truly is on chain um, and it's on the Bitcoin network. Uh, and so it's. It, how much it's, is a Satoshi? Like, how much is a Satoshi right now? Val the value of it? Do you like, are, do you, are you then like basically destroying the value of that, that, that fractional, that fractional piece of Bitcoin? No, I mean the value essentially like will always be what the Satoshi is worth at the very minimum. It's like it, it, essentially it's like if you took a dollar bill and you drew a funny picture on it. It's so it's not so it's not like so in theory it's not like a token floating on the Ethereum blockchain like where no. you can put in an, an NFT on it. This is actually you're inscribing this. It's like inscribing this on a piece of ETH. Right on a on an ethereum like a piece of ETH that's worth a certain amount of money and it fluctuates with the market. Yes, exactly. It's like yeah, like I said, it's like writing your name on a dollar bill. You know, right. so that dollar bill will always be worth a dollar two at the very end of the day. You know, maybe somebody wants it because it's an autograph of yours, right? So they might pay ten bucks for that dollar bill because it has your autograph. But at the end of the day, as far as the whole 
currency system is concerned, it's still a dollar, you know, and that's essentially what we're doing with inscribing Satoshis is we're drawing pictures on actual currency that is then just out, you know, in, in the world. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at like cost of like a Satoshi right now or a sat as they call it a sat man. A sat. So, um, in USD lingo. So, uh, one Satoshi is equal to 0.000217 USD. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. So if, it's, if, if, if a, uh, Bitcoin goes up to like, let's say a hundred thousand dollars in value. I'm assuming that this goes up in value as well. So no matter what, even if you inscribe any NFT on it, it still has the value of whatever the Satoshi is. See, that's, that's what's unique about this because they don't, this is not a token writing on the uh, Bitcoin blockchain. This is literally you're, you're inscribing this on a piece of Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's essentially like um, in the Ethereum ecosystem, it'd be like inscribing onto Gwei, you yeah, know, just right. like the smallest denomination of Ethereum that normally is just used to pay gas. By the way, that's know? what people are not explaining in all these threads. They're not saying this. Like this is the part that I understood, but they're not saying, right? And that's why I'm trying to like make sure that this is like a, a big deal, that this is not like an NFT on Ethereum. This is taking a piece of Bitcoin or, you know, let's pretend there's a bar of gold and you inscribing, you breaking off a little piece of that bar of gold and then inscribing something on it and you stick it back onto that bar of gold. And it's no matter what, it's always going to be inscribed on that piece. And if the price will fluctuate and it'll still be worth that no matter what, even if the NFT itself has no value, you still have that bar of gold it was inscribed onto and it's still as valuable as that piece. Like that's, what's interesting about this. This is not a, this is not a, you know, an, a token. So. Exactly. So now that being said, the problem that we're already facing now is network congestion, right? Because I mean, like everybody saw what happened with the other side deed, right. And where people were paying three ETH for gas, you know, just to actually have that transaction go through and be validated. Right. Well, with all all of this now, between the amount of traffic that's hitting the Bitcoin network right now, which is the highest it's been in two years, by the way, um, currently it is the absolute highest amount of traffic the Bitcoin network has ever seen in t- in the past two years. Um, on top of that, the the chain wasn't built for having all of this extra data on chain. And so we're starting to run into issues with block size and a lot of transactions are starting to fail now. So essentially you're trying to, even if, you know, just buy and sell Bitcoin through an exchange, it's a costing more, it's taking longer and it's potentially failing because essentially right now the network is being clogged with all this additional data inscribed onto these individuals. Yeah, I get it. So basically what's happening is because there's, there's content now on these pieces of Satoshis um, or sorry, sets. It's basically when it processes, it actually has to read through, read through all that stuff too. So it's not just reading the regular, Hey, this is a, a Satoshi. This is it's reading going, Oh, this is a Satoshi. Oh, and there's like content on here. We have to read that too. And it has to be pro all of it has to be processed every single time. And eventually that's going to keep because Bitcoin has a finite amount it's going to, you know, it'll get to a certain point because, you know, the having is coming up. I think what 2024 is the having. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. When that happens, then isn't it like 
Yeah, because of that. I mean, all, all we can do is like optimize as much as we can, but how much, how many Bitcoin, like in theory, you're not really damaging the Bitcoin by inscribing it. You're just making the network slower. Um, I think technology will catch up fast enough um, in this case that it will, you know, it was called the lightning network, right? And now <laughs> is it lightning anymore? I don't, I don't know because of all this extra data. Yeah, essentially what, what's going to have to happen is there's going to have to be some sort of either roll up or layer two or something that's going to pop up solely for these ordinals, you know, which will give the ones that are on the Bitcoin, essentially main net, if we want to call it that those will have always have, uh, I think a significant value because they are actually on the main network. Whereas I think it, just to make this work, if these ordinals truly do become a thing, um, there's going to have to be some sort of scaling type solution somewhere because at the end of the day, Bitcoin is still proof of work, right? And so uh, there's people, there's miners running rigs to compete for, you know, essentially validating that block and they're going to crank up their prices. And realistically, just to do, like I said, a basic transaction on the Bitcoin network, it's going to start getting really expensive to get priority to have your transaction approved. Right. So it's, it's good and it's bad, right? I mean, does that mean the miners are going to get paid more? 100%. 100% the miners are, are I mean, any smart miner has, is slowly incrementing, you know, slowly ramping you know, up their, their price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, and if they coordinate, especially if you control a lot of the miners, you can actually say, Hey, you know what? We're, we're not going to take a transaction past this, this number. And let's turn off some of our other miners so we actually even reduce the volume of miners that are out there. And and what's scary is some of the miners, some of the true like BTC maximalists, the mm -hmm. maxis, right? They're already denying transactions that have any data attached to the set. So any ordinal transaction, they're essentially saying like, nah, I don't want it and I'm not validating it because this isn't what Bitcoin was built for. Yeah, that's that's just short-sighted. To me, it's like, oh, hey, make, make yeah. more money uh, is not kind of why you're mining Bitcoin in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the same. It's it's the same people that, you know, preach about decentralization to the nth degree, you know, right, and right. from their computer that they pay the Internet provider for, you know, so. So weird. It's interesting. These these uh, these purists. I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on them. I just think it's strange it's like yeah I'm, i don't care about the money i just want to make sure bitcoin's awesome so um that's uh that's commitment that's for sure so yeah man um let me know if you know you know anybody about that wants to you know fire me over a punk on bitcoin you know oh know, sure yeah I, know, I, I, I heard guys yeah. are just giving them away i figured as know? much man I, well here's the deal i know a dude that actually was minted 500 because he had a node and he just kept doing it. And I was just like, God damn it, man. Can you just like hook me up with one? Here's some money. And he's like, he literally went some radio silence. <laughs> I was like, seriously, dude, you have a node, like hook a brother up. Nope. He basically made life-changing money, right? He literally minted life-changing money. 500 Bitcoin punks, probably going to be worth millions in like a year, maybe less, maybe just a little bit more, two years at the most. But I've definitely seen a couple, or at least one, I should say just one, go for like over, over a million. So clearly people are interested. And I, it's a whole new audience. You know, ETH has a specific audience. Bitcoin has a very wealthy audience. You know what I mean? Like there's people that have like, are just like mega, you know, like mega wealthy. So 
And it's interesting, man. Again, who wouldn't want their dope NFT carved onto the, you know, carved onto a, a Satoshi? Like, I think that's super dope. And there are, you know, there are ETH projects, you know, that do it too, where they're, you know, they're burning images onto, you know, onto the uh, blockchain. But there's, they're few and far between compared to this. Is it the yeah. same? Pro- is it the same process? If you burn, if you burn onto an ETH, onto ETH, does that mean, does that make it like, uh, you know, like an ordinal or does that make it more of a, is that just a different technique altogether? It's a little different. Um, cause on ETH, you know, you still have like, it's still a separate token, right. it's not an ERC 20, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's its own old, like its own token. The art on chain is just essentially it's a vector file. So it tells, you know, when you open it because it's, it just gives you instructions on how to rebuild it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because of file size constraints. And that's the whole reason why things, you know, why most projects that are on chain are pixel art because the file size is so much smaller. Yeah. See, this makes sense. The way I compare it to is like ancient, like uh, ancient history where people are like carving shit in stone. And, um, you know, the other people like not in ancient history are like carving things in like wood and the wood is the token. You know what I mean? Like writing on the stone, you know, like the stone, the building's made out of stone, but they put a plaque up and that's a, that's a ETH NFT, you know? And uh, the or- ordinals, at least to me, are the ones that are carved in stone that have last like, you know, s- like thousands of years, like Egypt and ancient Greece and, you know, even, you know, Mesopotamia and stuff like that. That stuff is still around, man, after like 15,000 years. So that's what that's what ordinals are to me. They, they're forever. Um, unless, I don't even know if you, I don't know enough about Bitcoin, dude. If, can you burn an ordinal? I have no idea. Can you? I assume so. I mean, so you could kind of get just, rid of it. If you, yeah. You could kind of get rid of it if you really wanted to, how much does it cost to, um, you know, basically make an ordinal like gas fee wise. So I was looking last night at, um, there is one, there's one bot out there that essentially allows you to upload a file. As long as you have an ordinal wallet, like address, um, it's called Sparrow wallet. Um, but as long as you have a Sparrow wallet address that can receive ordinals, you can essentially hit this bot. Um, I'm not going to share the bot cause I don't know if it's trusted or, or not. Do not yet. share it, anything. Not, nope. Oh uh, no, 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 no. But there is a bot out there. And it, when I went to play with it on one of my alt wallets or whatever, um, at that time last night, it was going to be like 214 us dollars in Bitcoin to actually um, inscribe the ordinal. That is just so ordinal of you, bro. Yeah, don't share that. Do not share the bot until you know it's like no, legit. no, no, no. And those bots to. and those bots can be like legit for a while, and they can be converted into not legit pretty quickly too, right? So, again, social proof. You know, like it works. Hey, it worked for me. It worked for me. It worked for me. And all of a sudden, they drain a huge wallet. <laughs> So. Yeah, and I asked a bunch of people about it before I started playing with it, and essentially the whole consensus was, I mean, it looks like it works, but I'm not going to vouch for it. And so it's kind of like that's where we're at with the whole ordinal market right now. It's very ordinal. Super ordinal, bro. It's very ordinal. It's extra ordinal, bro. Extra ordinal. So, all right, man. This is good. This is good knowledge. I just learned so much more about ordinals than I, than I knew like a minute ago. Fisero, go ahead, my man. 
Uh, I, I'm finding this fascinating because the uh, the whole ordinal thing is uh, is really exciting, and it'll be interesting to know how it goes. Yeah, I really hope that people make their fortune on it. If not, it's just a, an interesting exercise. Um, and as you say, you know, at least people aren't going to lose the value. Um, but uh, I, on, on top of that, I just need to jump in and say good evening, and I hope you have a great day because. You're out of here. Your pizza, you're, you're out your pizza and chilling now, dude. I get it, man. I'd be, yeah. I'd be making that move too. If I were you. So I've, I've literally just picked up the wine and I'm ready to go. So. Nice. Is it red? Let me guess. Is it red or is it white? I, hopefully it's red, right? Yeah, of course it's red. Okay. I, I, I was going to say <laughs> no civilized gentleman from Nottingham would not get red wine. Yes, darling. How, how dare you suggest I drink white? <laughs> you never know, dude. I've seen it before and I'm just like, what? White that, wine. That, that, uh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. My Same. girlfriend keeps trying to convince me that white wine is the way, and I'm like, no, it is not. It is not the way. It is far is the furthest thing from. It's literally anti way. So I agree. <laughs> but uh, right, uh, it's been a great space, and enjoy the rest of it, and hope to catch you all soon. Yeah, enjoy your evening, my man. I'll catch your all space right. tomorrow. Thanks. Take care, Lucas. Yeah, you too, man. Pacero is a gentleman and a scholar. If you're not following him, give him a follow. He's a good dude. So, yeah, I think this has been a pretty uh, wicked smart audio cast, dude. I think we uh, we learned a lot about ordinals just now, and we kind of did it together. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of, I hopefully I made it a little bit simpler for everybody who's listening um, to understand ordinals. I know I understand them a lot better now. And, you know, it's like carving something in stone and that stone's still just as valuable, I guess, as a, uh, whatever, a, a Satoshi is worth, which by the way, a Satoshi is not worth very much. I was surprised. I thought like there was like a thousand Satoshis in a Bitcoin. No, there's a lot more than that. So I think it's like, I think it's a million. Is it a million Satoshis in a I don't even know. I'm looking at whatever the, whatever it's a hundred thousand digits. It's a hundred thousand Satoshis oh, yep. to make. Oh no, it is, nope, it is, okay, it's not that either, what the heck, how many is it, oh, okay, well there you go, so it is literally one, two, it's a hundred million, does that sound right? That sounds right, I mean, I think it's 18 decimal yeah, spots. It's 20, so it's is Bitcoin 21,000 right now? I think so. Yeah, okay, so it is, a, it is 100 million Satoshis for every bitcoin so i mean it's very affordable to mint and uh an ordinal i mean it's 0.0002 usd so <laughs> it's crazy low it's cheaper than any altcoin that i know of uh right now i mean unless there's some kind of like token out there that's uh you know got some liquidity issues i don't really know so all i know is that that's cheap if you're gonna make a like a Bitcoin punk and it's, you know, 0.0002 cents. Um, I think that's a pretty good deal. So if you're, if you're going to make an ordinal or ordinals, it's actually quite reasonably priced. If you're going to make a 10,000 collection, which is interesting, right? Who would have thought, right? A 10, a 10 K collection on ordinals as ordinals, right? It would cost $2 and 17 cents us. That's interesting. How much would that cost to mint on Ethereum? What do you think, Brad? Oh, 
it would oh, be a lot more than a that. Yeah. It would be hundreds of dollars. Yeah, it would yeah. be hundreds of dollars. So I, oh yeah, it would be like at least with with an optimized contract. I would say, yeah, it would be even more than that. I bet you know because of the gas fees and stuff. Because you're not going to be, you're not minting all ten thousand. Um, people are going to come and mint them. Even if it's a free mint, it's going to cost you a dollar or two to mint. And yeah, it, it would be like ten thousand dollars to mint it. I guess you could say with gas fees. I got to, uh, I got, I got to drop here again. I'm, I'm I got to drop for a call. But yo, thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Minify. Yeah, my space is closing awesome. even better. My space is closing right now. Cool. We, we learned some really good shit today. I'm happy about it. So, hell yeah, love you guys. <laughs> yeah, love you too. And don't forget to follow and and check out Mintify. Um, they have a really cool platform. I love those guys. Um, great founder, great product, and they have a new beta out. Hey, Mintify, why don't you just tell everybody what the beta is real quick, and then we can close the space and move on. Sure. Um, yeah, well, you can uh, you can check out the beta at beta.mintify.xyz. Uh, it is, uh, it, I mean, my opinion, um, it's an awesome terminal. I mean, it's you know got tons of live data. Um, you got charts. You got your you know you you have your uh, your tokens tab where you can sweep through. Uh, we've got, I mean, I can go, we've got a, a new wallet module. We're adding, we're adding modules, you know, multiple a week. Uh, there's a, there's a live trending um, feed in there. Top bids, a bid feed, activity feed, anything that you can really imagine uh, is going to, is going to be in there. We were, we're loading that up with tons and tons of data. Uh, so definitely check it out. If you are an active NFT trader, uh, it's available for free. For yep. the time being. There you go. So beta dot mintify.xyz everybody go check it out it's definitely a cool product um and again a very very legit company and you know it might be for you it might not be for you but at least it's free you can check it out you don't have to pay anything to see it see it in work it's, it's good for a, as a professional trading platform so check it out mintify is a great partner and that will be our show today thanks to everybody that showed up and thanks for mariana and all our speakers up here that was great bread was great sarah was great and uh, I will see you guys on Monday. I'll be hopping around the, uh, in spaces over the weekend too. So if you see me there, say hi real quick. My DMs are open. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. A scream that comes a thousand miles. It might be yours. It might be mine.